Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you sell yourself with more confidence and take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been a little while since I've done a solo episode with you, so I am super pumped for today's topic, which is all around how self-aware are you, really? So we're going to deep dive into that today. And the reason that I have selected this topic is because for anybody listening who works with me, they know that I always start with self in any of the work that we do, any of the workshops I run, the leadership programs that I create, we all and coaching as well, all the one-on-one coaching sessions that I do always starts with self because we can teach all the frameworks in the world. We can teach you how to have courageous conversations. I can teach you acronyms and models and all sorts of things to map out communication, topics that you need to talk to people about, how to solve problems, all sorts of things. But if we don't know ourselves at our core and we don't know what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, what our triggers are, what our drivers are, our motivators are, then none of those frameworks really matter. And so that is why I wanted to talk a little bit about this topic today. Before we dive into it further, though, a couple of little things from me. I have got some very exciting things happening in my world over at Eating Your Cake 2. We are in the process at the moment of building a fabulous new program, a group online program that will be where we'll be taking on a very small group of corporate professional women globally to test it out when we launch. And let me tell you, what it is doing is going to combine all of the essential elements that you need to drive your own career success into a six-week online group accelerator program. So if you love the sound of that, if you love the idea of walking away six weeks later with more clarity, more courage, more confidence, and more control over your career success, then flick me through an email, flick me through a DM on your favorite social channel and let me know and I will pop you on the waiting list for that. Now, there will be more information to come in the coming weeks as to how you can apply. But if you know, hell yeah, I want in, then let me know now and I'll make sure that I save you a space. Now, I do also still have a couple of spots available uh, starting towards the end of May to pick up a couple of people for the Career Revive one-on-one sessions that we do. So if you're sitting there thinking at the moment, oh my God, get me out of this job. I am done. I am over it. I am not motivated, but I don't know where to start. Then that is the program for you. The Career Revive session is two three-hour one-on-one sessions with me, three weeks apart, where we 
get you ready to go out and get a new job of your dreams. We look at your LinkedIn profile, your resume, your personal brand. We set you up to nail interview questions and we make damn sure that you know exactly how to sell yourself and get the salary that you're looking for and the other perks that you want as well. So if that sounds like something you're interested for, book a call in my diary or reach out to me. We can have a little bit of a conversation around if that is right for you. Now, back to today's topic. I uh, kicked off a session two weeks ago for a, another organization that I am the co-founder of called the Future Female Leaders Program, which is essentially an organization that has a mission of empowering our future change makers. So our next generation of future female leaders. And we put them on a program for six months where we teach them all the fundamental leadership skills that they need that the school curriculum doesn't teach. And we had our kickoff session two weeks ago now, as this goes live, it will be two weeks ago. And I am honestly still buzzing off it. The first session, the kickoff session was all around self-awareness, self-leadership and purpose. And how can we find the connector between all of those things to ultimately drive a career, our leadership and a life that lights us up. And that program then ties to a deeper goal around the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, where each participant picks a United Nations goal that they're the most passionate about, and they bring a social enterprise project to life. And the reason that I'm talking about this today is because I think that we can, yes, all of the participants who are high school students on that program are there to learn from me and they're there to learn from some of the other subject matter experts that we've brought on board. I honestly learn so much from them in return. I walked away from that kickoff session two weeks ago feeling inspired and just totally in awe of some of the incredible young women that we had in the room. And so that is a large part of the reason why I want to talk about self-awareness today, because we spent a good couple of hours in this kickoff session talking about what actually is self-awareness. You know, what is the impact on our leadership when we're able to be a truly self-aware individual? You know, what are the positives of being self-aware and what can be the negative implications on us, on our teams, on our relationships, if we aren't self-aware. And some of the some of the key takeaways, some of the reflections that these long, that these young ladies had, I thought was just truly fabulous to be sitting there at 15, 16 years old and be able to connect the dots on things that, let's face it, a lot of us who have been in business for much, much, much longer still haven't been able to do. And so that's what's prompted me to talk about it today. So I want to start with like, what on earth even is self-awareness, right? It's a term that's thrown around a lot. It is a term where it's really easy to say, yeah, I'm, I'm self-aware. I'm self-aware. I know who I am. Awesome. But do you really? How do you know that you're truly self-aware? And, and what are the different layers that are ultimately involved with being a truly self-aware individual and a truly self-aware leader. And I'm going to break down this kind of further into four key archetypes um, around self-awareness. And as you're listening, I want you to start thinking about, can you see yourself in one of these perhaps more than you can the others? Because that will tell you where perhaps you really sit 
in terms of self-awareness. Now, Daniel Goleman is the guru in my mind when it comes to teachings around self-awareness. He's written incredible books around self-awareness, about emotional intelligence in general. And his definition of self-awareness is ultimately that it means having a deep understanding of your emotions, strengths, weaknesses, needs, and drives. Now, people with a strong self-awareness are neither overly critical nor unrealistically hopeful. Rather, they're just honest. They're honest with themselves and they're honest with others. People with a high degree of self-awareness recognize, and this is key, my friends, this is key. People with a high degree of self-awareness recognize how their feelings affect them, other people, and their performance. I'm going to say that again. People with a high degree of self-awareness recognize how their feelings affect them, other people, and their performance. So I want you to think again, how self-aware are you really? For most of us, we think, yeah, I know who I am. You know, I know what I'm good at. I know what, maybe I know what I enjoy doing. Yet we often think about that very much from a skill sets perspective, right? What software do I know? What skills do I have that, and usually it's just around the career pathway that we've gone down and we say, yep, that's who I am. What we often don't step back and think about is that deeper level around how do I understand where my own thinking has come from, where my own belief systems have come from, what my drivers are, what are my motivators, and how do they impact how I feel, which therefore also impacts how I show up, which impacts other people and ultimately impacts and drives my performance. So as you can start to see, like there are multi, multi layers when it comes to actually being a truly self-aware person. And I guarantee you there'll be people listening to this right now who have probably already turned off or are sitting there cringing and eye-rolling thinking, oh, self-awareness, such a buzzword. Those people, yeah, you, you, the one rolling your eyes right now, you are the one who needs to hear this the most. We cannot drive change in others. We cannot drive greater performance in our teams, in our departments, in our organizations, in our businesses, until we are able to truly understand ourselves. So if you want to meet those KPIs, if you want to smash those deliverables, if you want to get the tap on the shoulder for that next promotion or secondment or job opportunity for you, then I would highly, highly recommend that you step back and start thinking about who am I and what impact am I having on the people around me? So now that that little lecture is done, <laughs> what I want to talk a little bit about now is some awesome work by Dr. Tasha Urich, where she talks about four of the self-awareness archetypes. And if you are listening and you're loving what you are hearing, I am happy to share this image with you from a presentation that I ran a couple of weeks ago. I will share it with you for free. All I ask of you is that you tag yourself listening and post it on your favorite social platform. And make sure you tag me in it too, obviously, so that I know. 
But this awesome work around the four self-awareness archetypes basically breaks it down into how aware are we of ourselves from an internal perspective and an external perspective. So it's based on the premise to to be a truly self-aware person. We need to have both high internal self-awareness and high external self-awareness. And this is where a lot of us miss the memo, is that we need both. So let me break it down for you. The first group of the four archetypes are called the introspectors. Now, introspectors tend to be people who have got a high internal self-awareness, meaning we think we know who we are, right? But a low external self-awareness. Now, what this means is ultimately that they feel pretty clear on who they are, but they don't challenge their own views or search for blind spots by getting feedback from others. And this, as you probably can gather, can harm their relationships and ultimately limit their success. Why? Why? Because we are so clear or we think we're so clear on who we are, but we aren't actually open to understanding more about the impact that we're having on the people around us. We're not asking for feedback. We're not working on the blind spots that we have, and we all have them. We're so focused on just who we are, what we believe, that we've not stopped to really broaden our echo chambers a little bit more to work out, how do I really know that to be true? What else might there be? What feedback might I actually need to hear in order to help myself have the real impact, the positive impact that I'd like to have? So that's archetype number one, our introspectors. So high internal self-awareness, but low external self-awareness. Archetype number two are called our seekers. Now, our seekers tend to have a low internal self-awareness and a low external self-awareness. What does this mean? So for seekers, they don't know yet who they are. If you ask them to say, who are you? What do you stand for? What do you believe in? What are your drivers? They would say, I don't know. I'm not sure, right? So they don't yet know who they are or what they stand for or how their team sees them or how the people in their world, in their orbit, their key relationships how those people see them, right? So they don't have clarity on either internally who they are, but also what impact they're having on other people. And as a result, the seekers potentially feel stuck or frustrated with their own performance and also potentially with their relationships because there isn't enough connection. And as we know, we cannot connect truly with others until we've connected with ourselves. So the seekers, the group of seekers, Uh, I have got low internal self-awareness and low external self-awareness. So opportunity to understand more of self and opportunity to understand our impact on others a little bit more too. Now, number three, so archetype number three is called our pleasers. And for anybody who has worked with me or anybody who knows me well, you'll know that I often speak to my past experiences with absolutely falling into this pleaser category. Now, our pleaser archetype has got a low internal self-awareness 
and a high external self-awareness. What does that mean? So for the pleasers group, this can mean that we are so focused on appearing to be a certain way to others that we often overlook what actually matters to us, right? We spend so much of our time asking ourselves, who do I need to be for this group of people? What do they need from me? Who do I need to be to impress them, to fit in? That we actually rarely, or certainly not enough, stop to ask ourselves, who am I? What do I believe? And what do I stand for? And so over time, this pleases group, this pleases archetype, tends to make choices that aren't in service of their own success or fulfillment. Why? Probably because we've never stopped to ask ourselves what that even is for us. So pleases, and I suspect there'll be a number of people listening who can probably identify this in themselves. If you feel like you are a pleaser, if you feel like you fit into this pleaser archetype of this framework, the challenge I'd like to throw down to you is to start digging into self a little bit more. What are you good at? What do you enjoy? What are your drivers? What gets you up in the morning? What do you believe? Those are the questions we need to start digging into a little bit more so that we can move ourselves into the fourth archetype, which is a high level of internal self-awareness and a high level of external self-awareness. So in order to be truly self-aware, truly, truly, truly self-aware, we have to know who we are. We have to know what we want to accomplish, where we want to go. And we also need to be able to seek out and value others' opinions too. There's no point saying I know who I am, what I stand for, yet being a total asshole to everybody around us. That doesn't make you self-aware. That makes you a tosser. We need to make sure that in order to be truly self-aware, we do know who we are, warts and all, right? But we're also prepared to ask people for feedback about how we can continue to improve. What are our blind spots? What is the impact that we might be having on people? That is the only way we can truly start to become self-aware. So those are the four self-awareness archetypes. Again, this is some great work by Dr. Tasha Urich. And if you would like me to send you the breakdown of this, please feel free to reach out to me. But I do ask that you show that you're listening to this, pod part, but to this podcast by sending a screenshot and posting it on your favorite social platform and tagging me in it so I know that you're listening in for these little gems I give you along the way. Now, why does all of this matter? That is the last question I want to ask and I want to leave with you. Why does all of this matter for leadership? Why does, why does it matter if I know who I am? Why does it matter if I know what my blind spots are? Well. If you haven't worked that out by now, I reckon together we probably need to have a deeper conversation because, again, if you don't know who you are, what you stand for, what happens to you when you're feeling under pressure or stressed, 
right? What are your triggers? And how does that translate into behavior or action or responses to other people? Then your ability to really drive any kind of change in yourself, in your teams, in your organizations are always going to be just a little bit stunted. And that sucks because that ultimately means that we're not operating at our full potential all because of probably a couple of little things that once we made the decision to tweak and change and focus our energy on could be the things that ultimately could see us propelled into that next level of leadership that we aspire to. So I invite you to think about where do you see yourself in these four self-awareness archetypes that we've spoken about today? And secondly, ask yourself, why does this matter for my own career and leadership success? If you have got any questions for me at all about this episode, I am only a DM or an email away. So please don't hold back. I love to hear from you. And I would absolutely love to continue to hear what your key takeaways are from these podcasts. So please don't be afraid to screenshot it, post it on socials and tag me in it to let me know what you are loving about the potty. But that is it from me today. Thanks again for listening. Keep smiling and I look forward to seeing you soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2. And if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, then I would love if you would leave me a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this. You can do it. You are doing it. And remember to sell yourself with confidence.